it's just like i don't know it's just watching you get flustered about these things is super funny um, did you watch the i mean have you seen much of this show i finished season one i'm actually watching season two when they start doing um, the like where's your nipple contest like that's that's wild man Hello and welcome to another damn anime podcast. My name is Nick and I'll be your host here with me today is my good buddy, Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, things are going smoothly. Uh, how about yourself? Doing things good on your end? Doing good. Um, I'm looking to pick up uh, Hogwarts Legacy tomorrow morning. I got the day off, so I'm going to be playing that, I think, a little bit. Um. But other than that, don't have a whole lot going on. I've been hearing, I've been hearing um, that it's good. I've been hearing it's like really, really good as far as just like a game goes. Some people are mad about some things about it, but overall, I'm hearing it's good. So, open for that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been in production for a really long time. I remember when they first started talking about it like years ago. So when it's still back in the rumor mill. Um. Yeah, I, I'm personally just don't care. I kind of yeah. gave up on Harry Potter a while ago. Never finished the, uh, yeah, finished the books, but never finished the uh, film. When they made uh, seven into a two parter, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I'm done. I don't even need to watch the first half. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where I ended my. And then I watched the, uh, the first of the prequels, Fantastic Beasts, mm -hmm. and went, yep, this is not good. All right, I'm out officially officially out that was the last time i did anything with harry potter yeah i don't really care about harry potter that much anymore um i never i never did as much as other people do but uh, but i just wanted to play a good game and so i was like well it's supposed to be good it's supposed to be one of the bigger games this year so probably important to kind of talk about it um for a game of the year which we still haven't done for 2022 but it's neither here nor there <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it and uh we'll get to it in the spring i guess uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh i've also been watching quite a bit of anime though unfortunately not a whole lot that's totally new to this podcast but um yeah i've been watching a couple things and i've been watching a couple things um i have been watching so i think i mentioned it uh, last time i've been watching spy classroom i think i'd started it i think i'd watch one episode and then this uh since then, I watched three more, which I'm not even I'm not caught up or anything, but but uh, I watch a bit more and it's pretty good. And it has that like what is it when anime has that Vaseline look on it? Um, like somebody rubbed Vaseline on the lens a little bit. It kind of has that sort of look to it. I don't know if it's um, because of the anime itself or because of high dive or or what, but. Um, it's it looks kind of like that, but otherwise it's it's drawn pretty well. It, they cut corners sometimes, but I don't know. The story is it's like a it's like a reverse harem, if I could put it, put any name to it. And by reverse harem, I mean like it's still a harem, but it's like instead of being from the guy's perspective, it's from like all the girls' perspective, because like the guy is like he's like their boss. It's sort of like Charlie's Angels, except you actually see him. But he's like their boss, and he's like a better spy than all of them. But 
and you don't he doesn't really relate to the like the audience i guess um and they just like look up to him and like worship him like crazy it's anyway it's a strange kind of harem and it's i don't know it's just okay it's uh not really doing anything particularly special so i don't know how much more i'm gonna i'm gonna watch of it but i watched some of it and i wanted to tell you about that <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's still a harem. Reverse harem is generally considered when uh the Atome games where all the guys fawn over the one girl. Yeah, I know, but um, like what would you call it when it's like when it's like a harem, but it's like more from the girls' perspective than the guys. I feel like that's too long of a of a thing to have to say every time. There should be like a something that we have we ha- like as a society we should come together and decide what to it's call it's just a harem from a harem focusing on female perspective. There like, you go. Like a female POV harem, is that what is that we'd call it? Yeah, but if you Google that, it'd probably pull up something completely it's, different. So we're not going to Google just, anything. Do not do not search that. <laughs> Can't Google anything <laughs> on this show. That's forbidden. <laughs> no googling. You better know the day website because things can go hairy really quickly. I watch this weather stuff, but I know you've been watching one or two that are pretty interesting. What do you have you got? Yeah, so I started. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I started watching the uh, the magical uh, revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Oh, I hate these titles. Um, you did good that so, time, though. You did good. <laughs> Pre-show, you stumbled, but that was good. I didn't even. I didn't. Well, I had to actually click on the link to make the whole title appear. <laughs> so that's uh, that's part of the stumble there. But yes, it's about essentially. Uh, girl gets reincarnated fantasy world where everyone can use magic except for her and she happens to be like the country's princess and she decides to find workarounds to try to use magic so she starts using uh monster stones essentially as uh like replacement uh magic catalysts and she starts making modern tools and modern uh amenities with you know with those stones so she essentially makes like a japanese or like the hot water kettle uh, powered by a stone so everyone's like you know the king and stuff is like wow this is really convenient you can make hot water and have your tea anytime you want essentially but she's making you know modern things like that uh she makes a lightsaber uh so because she cannot use uh magic and so she gets she makes a blade sharp enough to cut through pretty much anything uh she wants to fly so she decides to equip a magic stone to a broom and so she can fly around like a witch uh yeah, it's, you know, it's silly in that respect. Uh, you know, essentially there's a, a scene early on where there's uh, um, another, the other main female lead is being rejected in the Otome game fashion where she is um, currently betrothed to the prince and he happens to be fawning over this commoner girl and they do the whole dramatic we're at the party i denounce you in front of everybody um there's other male guys here who you don't have a clue of any of them but they're like yeah you've been bullying this poor girl and you're a bad person um and at that moment during a test flight the main girl decides you know she accidentally crashes into this party through the window completely bounces off the floor and interrupts the dramatic like moment and she quickly looks around, assess the situation, and goes, oh, wait, so this is what's going on? Uh, my brother here, the prince, is uh, doing, is you know, uh, rejecting his uh, fiance and going out with this other girl. 
all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your ex-fiance. She's coming with me, and I'm going to tell dad. And then she bolts on the broom. <laughs> uh, turns out the, the other girl is um, the prime minister's kid. So, you know, it's... But she's the genius, uh, the genius young lady. So she can use magic really well, do all the magics, you know, different styles. And so the princess essentially looks up to her because she's, you know, every time she uses magic, she seems it to be uh, like wonderfully beautiful. And she's very envious while the uh, the prime minister's daughter is very jealous of the princess for being a uh, free spirit. She's able to do what she wants. She's just not you know, bound by anything because she gave up her like claim to the throne and she's just doing her own research, essentially. So, um, yeah, it's a fun little twist on the more basic stuff. Uh, they are uh, she, the, the main princess is also an adventurer because you have to be in an isekai world. Uh, but she does it to get the magic stones, essentially. So that's part that's part of the reason why. And so she's actually a, a pretty accomplished uh, adventurer. And yeah, they. I just got, you know, I'm like through episode six now. And there was a big, uh, uh, quote unquote, big battle. And it shows some different sides, I guess, you know, um, I wasn't expecting. Uh, she's tr- she takes weird, you know, she's actually trying to give herself magical abilities. So she's doing experiments on herself. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's it's kind of neat, uh, the extreme. And, like, that's the whole thing is her passion is, like, she's so dedicated to this that she's willing to go through all this crap. Uh, at the same time, uh, she's kind of, you know, she's just kind of mad. You know, she's a little nuts because she's, you know, she's like, this is my passion. This is how I feel. I feel that everyone should use magic for the greater good, kind of, to, like, to preserve the smiles of people type of deal. But at the same time, she's like, and I'm going to do something highly dangerous just to, just to get my goal. Um, yeah, so it's it's a little bit of a you know it's like a soft Yuri uh, anime uh, where you know like because the girls are going to be more than friends they kind of they they do a lot of flirting and there's a lot of um, admiration slash blush blushing going on so I'm like all right um, you know standard fare I guess that's another kind but, of weird uh, thing over, uh, go ahead overall it's pretty good though I think it's like an eight really seven. okay uh, well it's like it's it's a for for there's not a lot that's super great but it's just like i guess i shouldn't say it's an eight but it's like i think i would say it's like a seven uh and it's just like it's worth a watch i wouldn't necessarily go out and recommend people to watching it but i I would totally say you're not wasting your time to um but if you want if any of those things sound interesting to you then yeah by all means totally do it but um i guess if it's an eight i would have to say dude you gotta watch this uh but at the same time it's uh, I, it has potential. It, it, some of the weird stuff, like some of the, there's a couple scenes I like. I'm kind of interested where this might go, but chance, chances are it won't. They won't push any envelopes, which kind of will probably drop it down to a six in the future. But right now, I'm like, yeah, it's a solid seven. Like it's worth. I, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it could have been in the beginning. I was really like, mm, I don't know, but I've gone through like, like I'm, I, I think I'm halfway through episode six. Uh, I just wish that there's more to it. And I think that's what's going to make it like suffer is I don't think there'll be enough flushed out. Yeah. Yeah. We got to talk sometime about what we think qualifies or like how our scoring system works, because I know like it's very individualistic, but, but I think for me, there's a lot of, um, like there's very few uh, tens and I only kind of recently came to that conclusion. And I think there's like more nines, but like nines are up there. Like it's kind of all time, but like eight, 
hey, it would be like, hey, that's sort of like, like you, like you said, like you, you're recommending it. You like tell people, hey, you got to watch this, um, and then and then below that, kind of uh, changes around. But I mean, it sounds it sounds pretty good. I was kind of wondering, like, there's something of one genre that we don't really talk about that much. At least I haven't really talked about that much for anime is the D and D genre. Like nobody really discusses like how that's come up recently. A lot of times it gets mixed in with like isekai, but it's definitely like its own genre. Like Ningen Fushin, uh, uh, Saito, um, Goblin you're, Slayer. You're just talking about fantasy then. You're not you, when you say D and D, you throw me off. Uh, yes, well, the there's like so much high fantasy. Um, no, no, it's it. it I mean. Like you're you're kind of right, but like like as, like as like uh, somebody that plays like tabletop games, like I know you do too. They are like like tabletop games are like a certain way, more than like even video games are. Like you have like this role and this role and this role, and yeah, video games kind of borrow from that. But like it is like the stuff that I'm seeing in those shows that I just mentioned are like taken directly from. D and D specifically, like like in in Ningen they have they have a dragonborn chick and she's like changed but like definitely like a dragon woman, and then the other ones they just feel way more like cookie cutter into a D and D situation than I think old anime was, and in more so than they would be compared to like any video game. Uh, I see what you're talking about. I think it, when it comes to anime currently that has that fantasy uh, highlight that is more humorous, I think it actually fits with D&D more. Uh, but the concept of D&D being in anime has been around for a very long time. Uh, Record of Lotus Wars being one of the earlier ones is literally off of a D&D uh, side campaign that was made. Yeah. It was you know It was a module that they created and they those characters were then later turned into anime uh or manga and anime so it's kind of uh that one's actually directly from it so that's where you have you know your you have your entire party makeup you to, from the thief to the high elf and everything in between uh so it's kind of but i mean like uh, in these like in these numbers like i just don't remember in the past seeing so many anime coming out side by side that all fit that that mold you know uh, we're also running into the all-time peak of isekai and uh, reincarnated genre, like in general. So you need uh, they. It's harder to do with sci-fi, I think, and yeah. So it's always the fallback safety net is always the uh, fantasy, fantasy tropes because it's easier to do that because you don't have to make up anything. You actually have to come up with original concepts if you're doing sci-fi. But if you're if you're doing fantasy, well, it's all laid like literally everything is cookie cutter. Uh, if you're going to do it, you know, poorly, uh, but then you can go ahead and make this a lot better by, you know, creating it's, it's the writing that differentiates everything. Like in the case of uh, Saito, you're like, Oh yeah, well, we're just going to make a, a, a normal average dude. Yeah. Handyman style. Like he has no special powers. He doesn't get re he doesn't get a, you know, a power boost. He doesn't get any of those cheats uh, that, that, cause a lot of these are straight up power fantasies, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, or, 
like uh i fell into my mmo and i will at least my like at least my max level character and all my legendary equipment that i paid for is all transferred over so now i'm op as hell um you know it's yeah it's fun to see that to a certain extent but like at least something you don't see as much anymore there was a little uptick was the extremely op and super confident male because they got tired of seeing the the weak dweeby guy who can't decide anything yeah and so that started becoming really popular which i didn't mind having an op uh character so long as they had the confidence to boot you know to back i mean a character with up. a backbone is definitely more preferred than just like some uh you know freaking i don't know i can't think of the, the, the kid what's what's the kid in uh neon genesis evangelion's name uh she, she, yeah, she, you, don't, she. you don't want you don't want a whiny git is essentially what you don't just, want one freaking out crying all the time um yeah you know, just then, something they, they end up going psychotic fun. in the end yeah yeah they always go they always go crazy in the end um yeah so anyway i, I was just wondering if, if that was kind of a thing but it sounds like it's it's uh been going back a little bit further but but you're right i think the tropes uh like the first common fantasy tropes help along a isekai or uh reincarnation anime so that's kind of cool but anyway i was just kind of sort of a weird thing i noticed um because i because i've only recently started playing dnd over the past couple of years and i'd never noticed that in anime so i don't know maybe it's it's just me but i've been watching a couple other things too um uh trying to think oh i started watching campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill um that's pretty good it's pretty good it's quaint and i don't know <laughs> the i'm through episode three and the fenrir is is funny it's probably like the best part of that i guess uh eh, <laughs> i don't know it's well drawn and they like seem tend to they seem to really enjoy the the animating of the of the food creation um and it's it's a nice Especially those who, those who like cooking or the food portion of monster hunter this is like the right up their alley oh, you yeah. know this is just food porn pretty much pretty much <laughs> um so yeah that uh they they do a pretty good job with that but it, it's it's um it, it's not like saito but it sort of reminds me of of handyman saito because the guy doesn't have any special powers really he has more of a special ability because he gets uh the ability to do that uh that like online shopping and uh, i think it's pretty much that's, it. in, that's in a handful of manga that, that around that same time there was a couple of them that all dropped with uh the online store and their special inventory uh and it was like that's... uh some of them some of them had the ability to like well if you need to do a currency exchange you can do that too and it's just like really <laughs> yeah that seems like yeah but i mean like they, they uh i mean <laughs> he cooks this food and the people are blown away by how good it is and i was like okay i mean i guess among peasants and stuff you know, they would think that the food is really good, especially because it's like chemically sweetened and salted. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm also kind of like people back then would have thought that our food is insanely sweet and insanely salty. They would have been like, this is terrible. This is disgusting. 
I can I can debate that because you know salt was a high priced commodity, uh, so everything would have been more bland. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's uh, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, I don't think it. I I think you uh, just a little salt would have blown them away, though. That's the thing. It's just like when it comes to, uh, in fact, that was in a couple of these different ones that uh, they're like, well, I have this market. How am I going to make money? I'll be a, you know, I'll be a tradesman, you know, and I'll be a merchant. And then, well, I'm going to wear, I'll sell salt. There was literally one of them. And he goes, I don't, and he did it for a little bit. And he's like, he goes, I have to stop this because I'm literally breaking the market. Yeah. And I'm about to cause, I'm about to cause big trouble. I um, don't think that we're disagreeing. Like I'm saying like the kind of food that this guy in campfire cooking is making is like from the store, which is super salted and super sweetened for our palates. But in medieval times, someone who got that, like that sauce from the store would be like, this is like, oh, they would like just make this face because it would be so, so sweet to them because they're just not used to it and salty. It'd just be so, so salty because they're just not used to it at all. They used to like really bland food. Um, I'm glad you made the thumbnail there. <laughs> let's do it at the same time <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. but, uh, I, but, yeah, but so I like that I, I don't know I would think uh, I'm I can see where you're coming from on that but at the same time I also think that it would be uh, it'd be well received I honestly believe yeah, uh, like you give you give them our normal ice cream you know vanilla ice cream would you know crazy you know crazy on both and yeah but at the same time they would probably uh, you know after the initial shock I don't think it's like the they would, one taste of it. It's like they would start to crave it, like us. They would, yeah. they would start to crave it. But yeah, like the the, the Fenrir is great. Um, he's he's a funny dude, and just just and then like uh, I got at the part where spoilers, but he uh, he cooks uh, the wagyu beef and gives and like makes it all up nice and gives it to the Fenrir, and then like he, he like examines the stats of the Fenrir, and he's like fifty percent like on everything. He's like, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go kill like a bunch of crap, but he like just like murders all these OP demons and monsters and rigs a bag for, uh, for the, for the dude to butcher and put away. Um, and then that, that was one thing that was weird was in, was when he had to butcher the orc and it's like really, I mean, it's not a human, but it's pretty human looking. And he's like, Oh, this is kind of, I was, I was kind of like, this is getting sort of weird. I don't know about this. Well, see, so orcs uh, in Japanese culture res is more of like a pig variant yeah. than the orc that we have from Lord of the Rings. Mm. Uh, so that's one of the big differences. That's why Ganon in the original Legend of Zelda uh, is represented looking more like a you know a pig, has the snouts and has pointy ears, because mm -hmm. uh, that is uh, an orc is a pig monster essentially. It's a, a bipedal pig, um, and I don't know where that original concept came from. But that's just as far back as I know, uh, that's how they've always shown orcs. Uh, so, you know, goblins are still goblins, but for some reason, orcs were always traditionally done as uh, a giant pig. Like the guy had been cutting up, you know, giant birds and like other demon looking things. But the orc he was looking at is like, this is kind of like a person. <laughs> it was just, uh, but then they ended up eating it and it was uh, really tasty. So he was like, oh, this is like really delicious. But, yeah. Um, so, anyway, I've been watching that, and uh, I watched another episode of Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. That show, I don't know. I watched. Have you just skipped the season two then? No, no. I done? just. Oh. I was like, I, I was. Uh, 
I, I was, I was working out. And so I was like, well, I need something that is dubbed. And I was like, well, I might want to actually, there's not that many episodes. So I might want to actually watch this. And then it kind of got reminded of like why I didn't watch any more of it. Um, back when I watched the first episode, because the second episode, it's just, it's just raunchy, man. And if they were in college, it would be, it would be okay. But they're like, Really, they're like in high school, like early high school. Uh, it's just, and it's funny, but it's like, it's just like, woo! What are we doing here, guys? So it's really cute. It's just like, I don't know. It's just watching you get flustered about these things is super funny. Um, did you watch? The, I mean, have you seen much of this show? I finished season one. I'm actually watching season two. When they start doing um, the like, where's your nipple contest? Like that's, that's wild, man. <laughs> and then the, like the, the like uh, dojitsu vampire thing. And then she reads it. And she's like, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I got to watch some more of it because, uh, it gets it, better it, or worse, depending <laughs> on how you look at it. Or worse. Um, oh man. I mean, like, uh, I mean, really, it's not, it's not, in some ways it's worse, but it's not much worse than, um, my dress up darling. Cause those were in high school too, but like, they were at least like later high school and they were like tall. So it, like these, the Miss Nagatoro is they They just looks, they look, look young. It's weird. Um, it, so the art style changes your perspective. Okay, I can see that. It's part uh, of it. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. He's, I'm pretty sure. Um, Dress up, darling. They were still first years. Uh, I don't remember, but I thought they were. Um, yeah, I mean, you could be. I, I don't. I don't keep track, but it's there's an aesthetic that is more mature in uh, Dress Up Darling. Yes. Um. So you you know it's like. The whole yeah, uh, it, it suits the comedy well, I think, especially when given like her manic face that they often give. Um, I think it's uh, you know, this is more of a a slapstick type of show. Um, <laughs> the guy I think just my so... dress up darling hits a couple more adult topics that I I found to be hilarious. Um, Dude, that episode yeah. two is like <laughs> that episode two is too much. <laughs> it's like we're gonna make our money. This is where we're gonna. This is where we're gonna sell figures, um, <laughs> in dress up, darling. But yeah, uh, all right. Well, I'm glad. I hope you continue watching it because it'd be fun to see your um, see your reactions. I don't know. For sure, you should just live stream your you watching the show <laughs> like that the whole time. <laughs> just watching you like blush and hide and peek your eyes through. Pretty much. There you go. That's pretty I just much. Gave you, I just gave you the second thumbnail for the show. There you go. I'll, I'll use that one too. I, I'll, I'll spice it together. Like when, at one point, she's like, she like grabs his crotch and she's like, "Are you hard?" It's like, what's going on? Stop! So God. Anyway, what else have you been watching, man? Uh, yeah, like I said, I've been watching season two of um, Nagatoro. Uh, they. Let's see, I've been also following up, uh, following with the, uh, was it Ice Blade, a uh, sorcerer? Uh, that one, they've, uh, they've finally made, they've made some changes, uh, that I've voiced my opinions on. I'm like, you know, I, I understand why they've changed some stuff, but at the same time, I feel that it kind of hurt it a little bit. Um, 
but um, they're getting to a, a new story arc that I'm actually kind of curious how they play out. So the the most the most recent episode uh, ends with uh, the main character trying to infiltrate another school, and I think that's going to play out pretty well. Uh, the The nice part is they've already in I think like you know a handful of episodes, six episodes, they've already caught up to the manga for the most part. I mean the manga is just a little bit further, but the the fan translation was such hot trash that <laughs> it was almost like illegible. Uh, and I'm just super glad that I don't have to, I, I just won't read it anymore because <laughs> that's what happens is sometimes uh, some manga will get you so interested in it and then they'll end and then it'll, it's like manga bait. Oh. You know, they, they make you find like, uh, now I have to finish this. Like sports, sports ones are very uh, notorious for that because, you know, they won't finish the series, but they're like, you know, uh, Epo, for example, uh, that one makes you like, there's so much more to go on that. I think that's like a couple hundred chapters at least. Like it's, it's a long running series. Um, so you most definitely want to know what happens after you've, after that, um, other ones, you know, unfortunately, like, oh, yeah, I've been reading this for a while. The anime comes through, blows past what I've been reading. And I've been reading it for years. And they literally blow past it. I'm like, all right, well, now that I know what's going to happen, uh, I'm done. Cool. You know, I, I literally, you know, you just drop that manga. And that's the case of this one, I, I feel. Or at least I may come back to it way later in the future if they finally, you know, however long it takes to pass the uh, the. Uh, anime but unfortunately who knows and then sometimes they diverge you know the anime will follow with it for the beginning and because uh, the anime or the manga the source material isn't ready yet they're like okay we're gonna change up the ending and they do that for they've done that for like um was it a full metal alchemist the the first anime series starts off very similar ends very different um and that's why they made uh the brotherhood which is more closely to the to the manga, and both are actually really good. I highly recommend. I mean, if you can only watch one, watch Brotherhood. But if you could watch the um, watch the first series and then watch the second series, and you'll you'll appreciate them both in their own way. Yeah. Um, so it's it's you know it's like reading you know it's literally like reading a book like Harry Potter for example, and then watching the movie. You know, you want to watch the movie first because it's good by themselves. But if you know, you know, then you can read the book and be happy with the book. But if you do it opposite, you'll just be angry um, because they've had to cut out certain things or made them shortcuts and so forth. So uh, but the Ice Blade Sorcerer, uh, I'm looking forward to how that's playing out. They've done a lot of good things with it overall. Um, I like it, uh, you know, despite my gripes. I mean, so I'm going to finish that series. I was wondering, like, when a manga translation, fan translation is bad, is that because 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 it's like it's bad because it's like bad English, right? So is that because there's a person on the other side who doesn't understand English very well and is trying to translate it, or because like to me it's like if you speak English, you speak enough Japanese to or read enough Japanese to be able to translate the manga. It's like well, I know this is the general idea, and I'm just going to make sure that the English is well written, you know, like yeah, so. Usually, what happens with the fan, uh, the fan um, translations are, yeah. uh, they end up being. So it's a weird network of you know how they do this because I you know people get, I guess different groups will take a credit and be like, hey, like 
I don't know exactly to what extent, but it seems like one group will start to translate a particular um, manga and then people really won't touch that until they are done or until maybe like, for example, it's been a while and they've just kind of gone dark. So then someone might try to pick it up afterwards. Uh, but for the most part, they don't I don't really see a lot of uh, multiple versions of, you know, like different groups trying to translate the same uh, the same you know chapters. Uh, so they kind of I don't know if it's a, a matter of mutual respect or whatnot, but there's um there's uh, people end up a lot of times buying or paying for um the chapters the raw files so like with you know the originals or without any uh, language you know but you know what they usually do is it's the original japanese the uploaded scans and then you'll have people who job to translate you'll have people uh job to you know typeset and input it in and other people to do the redrawing and cleaning up of the uh you know because sometimes you'll notice where if the text goes off uh, out of the speech bubble and then if it's poorly uh redrawn or typeset mm -hmm. then that what they'll do is they might white it out but there's no actual drawing so you can see like there used to be something here and it's it's actually in like crossing over into the actual you know illustration right uh but they haven't they haven't updated like they had no one went through the extra effort so that's you know it's smaller teams or people are new to it uh yeah it's a rough start there um there you know different some groups are quote unquote more professional a lot of these people are funded by like patreon or something like that uh and that's what they kind of help you know uh i don't necessarily think they I'll make set the cost of it. yeah they're just doing it for yeah. fun yeah, because you know they people are paying for these original uploaded files, um, and I'm not sure what the cost goes into that. But I don't know. Every now and then you get something that looks like it's um, a Google translation, just automated machine would be quote unquote satisfactory uh, to a certain extent because you know sometimes you'll get Japanese kanji uh, or you know or, you know that will confuse the characters being instead of being like done, it might translate it to gold or something like that. You know. Yeah. Uh, it may not, depending on the context. Uh, so that's where the people come in like, okay, well, you got to actually look this up and do, there's other programs that do a better job. Uh, and then <laughs> when it comes to like the poor work done in the Ice Blade Sorcerer, like that last one, the typeset was all caps, except for the, uh, except for I. And I was, the base of I was as tall as all the other caps. But then it just had a floating dot above the entire word every time they used the uh, the letter I, and it was just terrible looking. Um, it's not a, it wasn't it wasn't a really particularly good font. And everyone's conversation, everything the font was, you know, the the text was always the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, like if the, if you do a good job, you you change it up depending on uh, the scene, depending on maybe who's was, talking. Yeah. Um, there might be a little more effort, but this is this also looked like it was translated. Uh, sometimes and I've seen this done with other ones where it's like uh, we couldn't get the original raw files, but we got the Chinese version. Uh, so it was something dubbed into Chinese. Yes. Well, then they'll have to do the extra effort from dubbing it from Chinese to English. Yeah. Uh, so it's already twice removed uh, and which is fine. But this looks like it was maybe two or three, you know, probably three, four times you know, removed. So it, it just seems so the the wording and like the actual sentence structure seems really wrong. So maybe it was twice removed plus the native, uh, whoever's doing it is not a native English speaker. Mm. And it was just like, wow, this, this sentence doesn't make sense. Or this word literally just has no, there's no meaning for it. Like, so you're not really sure where it's coming from. And it was so bad to the point where like, yeah, I, I have to bounce. And then I came back like 
you know, six months later, and they had like two more chapters, and and I just like this is same garbage. Look to the bottom, and everyone's just cursing like the uh, the group that's translating it. I can't. I don't know if it's necessarily a single person. Uh, they usually just go by whatever moniker, and yeah. So that's. But no, there's some some couple of groups out there like oh score yeah you know this team is really solid you know they're doing really good but then for some one reason or another they were translating something for the first you know year or two and then now they just bounce they they're not doing it anymore whether it's because you know but you never know why yeah. it's not like you know so sometimes you know it just could be a we're not getting enough hit, you know, likes on this one it's not as popular or maybe uh, they lose a member or something like that unknown so that's it kind of it stinks that way because yeah it's just like uh you'll get someone new and then sometimes you'll be like well this one hasn't been updated in a while so you just get someone posting just solo being like hey i've never done this before don't skewer me alive i'm literally just doing this because somebody i want to get this out there i'm curious for what happens next myself if you hate it so much you can by all means take it (laughs) yeah go ahead and give it a try yourself (laughs) so i you always give them a little slack because you're like okay i understand yeah, um, I mean, we're kind of beggars here. Can't really be choosy on, on it, uh, on a lot of this uh, translation stuff. But yeah, it's, I was just kind of wondering about that. That's because it's it's just sort of an odd thing to me. It, it must end up being with someone who's not a native speaker who's trying to get that stuff done. But I mean, besides that, like, I I don't know. Like, I was thinking about there's a couple more I could kind of talk about, but they're not really that big of a deal. Um, talk, I. I I'm still watching Blue Lock. That's still really good. Uh, what would you say is the best thing you you watched uh, in the past two weeks? Um, unfortunately, I haven't watched a lot because a lot of the English dubs actually, for some reason, came to a weird halt. Oh yeah. Um, so there wasn't a lot of major updates. Uh, so a little disappointing in that front. And I just haven't had really, you know, I'm starting to watch them with my wife as well. So it's not. So it's one of those things that I can't. Uh, I, I mean, some of them, I guess I will go off on my own and watch the most recent up, episode uh, and then rewatch the older episode, but in dubbed. But for the most part, I'm not going to waste most of my time double upping up on these episodes. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, like before I mentioned, uh, you know, the, the princess and the genius, you know, magical girl, I, you know, that, that one's okay. But the, uh, the legend of heroes trials of cold steel i watched the first three episodes of, the, of that and i'm not 100 percent sure on it but it has me interested and you know some of their terms and the things they say um i'm not sure if they're playing off of like i don't know how the world works as far as the anime goes because yeah. they talk about battling and being getting experience like you don't have enough experience to blah 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 i'm like are they talking about leveling up experience or are they talking about just overall like combat experience as a soldier? So it was one of those like weird scenarios where like, I'm like, it, it you is can see them leveling up in that you know series. It, it is like a video game ass anime, but at the very least it has a, it has a story that it wants to tell. Like it, it's like, well, there's this piece and there's this piece and there's this, and it doesn't really, it's not cookie cutter like you're used to. Uh, um, at least not in the modern way that anime is going. So, but uh, it's like there's pieces we're setting up and we're going to do something with them. So for that, I, I do kind of like it. I haven't, I've only watched like the first two episodes. Um, but uh, yeah, I can, I can see why you'd be intrigued by it. So. Yeah. How about yourself, man? What, what was the best piece? I don't uh, know. You watched this. 
last couple of weeks? I've been looking at some different things, and you know, from this season, um, I'm really enjoying Tomo Chan as a girl. Uh, still keeping up with that, and it's it's about the same as it was last time, but it's um, it's very cute, very quaint. I like the side characters a lot. Um, they're like nobody in that show is annoying, which in a show like that, it could be, it's very easy for, for it to, for a character to be annoying. Um, it's pretty, the last episode was actually really good. Now that you mentioned it, I forgot about that. I'm on the one. I just, I just started this one, um, where spoilers, but, uh, it's at the very beginning. It's Tom Chan's birthday. And, uh, okay. Is that the most recent one? Uh, at least dubbed it is, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I started to watch that, and uh, I, I had to turn it off to, could, could, could I do, to go do something else. So I haven't had a chance to finish that yet. But, uh, yeah, that that one, that show is, is pretty good. That and maybe Saito, but I think that, I think Tomo-chan, I look, I look forward to just a little bit more. And I, was, I texted you about this, but I really love the the ending theme of that. Um, it's very catchy. And you let me know that it was, uh, that that's that the person singing it is the uh the voice actress of, of I'm, the almost, I'm i'm almost positive that's what, it, what they're going for okay. i haven't actually watched the original i didn't voice check like you know fact check that but it's they've done it with other anime where they've had the um the seiryu uh the voice actor or actress in this case um uh, do the ending theme song and uh there's you know, you can tell because it, she's it's trying to sing in that masculine, feminine voice. Yeah. Uh, and after it, you it, said it, that, it's, it's part of the charm. Yeah. Yeah. After you said that, I was like, well, yeah, that's exactly what she would like. It's what I've only been watching it in English, so I, I could didn't really put two and two together there. But I was like, oh, well, I bet that yeah, that is kind of a masculine sounding voice. So I bet it is. I bet Joe's right. It probably is that that uh, voice actress. But it's a good, catchy song and. It's fun. The whole show is fun. Um, so yeah, that's probably what I would elect to be the the best of the past two weeks. So anyway, man, it's been good. It's been good. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching some more. There's still a bunch of stuff I started, but I just haven't had the, I just haven't felt like getting back to um, Kuba won't, won't let me be invisible. It was pretty cute. Um, I watched the first episode of that a while ago. Probably keep watching that. Yeah, there's a bunch of good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the problem with, you know, too much anime, uh, no, not enough time. So, uh, well, I guess uh, first world problems, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. First world problems, you know. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, y'all take it easy. Bye. Bye.